0: What's up, y'all? I'm JDR, and you're now tuned in to the Spiritually Sexy Podcast. I won't tell nobody, I won't tell nobody, okay, hi guys, how y'all doing? So, I'm back with another live video. And this live is going to be about love languages. And do you speak your partner's love language? And what are love languages? Okay. I've seen a post on Instagram, per usual. You know what I'm saying? Per usual. I'm always seeing a post on Instagram that I want to go live about or talk about. So, this one says it's important to understand how your partner needs to be love. And this is very, very important because I feel like whenever you don't know how your person or your partner wants to be loved, it's literally like you're speaking two different languages in a sense. It's like you're speaking Spanish and he's speaking French and it's just not working. It's not communicating. When you don't understand somebody's love language, you can do something like that you think is really thoughtful, but to them, it doesn't really mean the same thing because they don't really value that thing the same way. And so something that I also learned, like a cheat code to figuring out your partner's love language, I think is pay attention to the things that they do for you. In my opinion, that is typically like how they would like you to show them love because that's what their mind thinks of as showing love. So if they buy you things, if they spend a lot of quality time or something, that's what their mind tells them is showing love. So that's why they do it. And so if you pay attention to your partner, you can kind of see, okay, they do this and they do that. So I think that's what they think love is. So let me do those things for them so they can feel love the way they need to feel it. So love languages. Okay. There are, I believe, five. Yes, there are five different love languages. And so I have this post here that I found on Pinterest. Um, let me see if I can pull it up, actually. And I'm going to put it on the screen and read through some of them. Okay, so how to speak your spouse's love language. I got this off of Pinterest, like I said. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. So those are the five different categories of love languages. And then it goes on to basically tell you like how to do it and stuff like that. So those are what we're going to go over. And we're going to start with words of affirmation. Now, most people um, would need multiples of these realistically you have a relationship that you're getting all of those things but you get them in the importance that you so let's say you <laughs> let's say you value physical touch more than you value acts of service you still would like the acts of service but you would like that person to prioritize physical touch so like that basically so words of affirmation it's when you encourage affirm appreciate, empathize, emphasize, and listen actively. And it says actions to take. So there are some ways that you can, um, you know, show your, your significant, other words of affirmation, like send an unexpected note, text, or a card, encourage genuinely and often. And so that kind of looks like, um, you know, like I said, affirmation and reassurance. And sometimes people just need to hear things. And that's what the words of affirmation is. If someone's love language or their top love language is words of affirmation, they really need to hear you say it. So you can do things, you can buy things, you can, you know, make contact with them physically, but they need you to say out of your mouth how you're feeling, how you feel about them, encourage them, things are going to be okay, reassure them that they don't have to worry about certain things that is when that person needs words of affirmation as their love language. And then it says things to avoid. And I really like this part of the post because we talk about love languages, but we don't talk about the way that you can make someone feel unloved by like not doing the love language or doing something bad in context to the love language. So something to avoid If your partner's love language is words of affirmation would be non-constructive criticism. So don't just be like giving them your opinion and all that type of shit. And it don't really amount to nothing. You just talking just because you want to tell them what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're not really helping change them, build them, or give them like another way to do the thing. You kind of just complaining and talking shit. Not good to do. Not recognizing or appreciating effort. So when you see them doing something, seeing them, um, I guess like fill you up in some sort of way, you need to acknowledge that you need to say something, you need to verbally show them your appreciation. So instead of like, like I said, buying them something or touching them or something like that, that person needs you to say it for them to really feel like you mean it. So Make sure you show that person lots of of appreciation verbally, basically. Okay. So now we're going to move on to physical touch. Okay. And in my opinion, all these niggas, all these niggas swear they love language is physical touch. Am I lying? Am I lying about that? I don't think I am. Okay. You ask most men, they're going to say, oh, that's number one. I need I need that. Top. That's number one. I need that. I need that first. Okay. So physical touch is nonverbal use of body language and touch to emphasize love. So like caressing, holding hands and things like that is how that person needs to feel love. They need to feel your body on their body to feel like you love them, basically. And so you can do this. By um, it says hugs, kisses, holding hands, show physical affection regularly, and make intimacy a thoughtful priority. We'll <laughs> clap for that one. okay? Make in- intimacy a thoughtful priority, and I think that's a big thing because with those people, the way they value it so much, you can't just like throw it out like it's tickled you can, the physical touch needs to mean something. It needs to be in a meaningful and in a thoughtful way, not just take your clothes off. Let's touch each other's body. I don't. I don't think that's what they mean. Maybe your person means that. I don't really know, but I highly doubt it's just like we need to just touch. It, it's more thoughtful that they, they want you to really put love behind the physical touch and not really just make them feel like an object or or something that you just want to use. Thought. Right. And so things to avoid when your partner's love language is physical touch. You need to avoid physical neglect, long stints without intimacy, receiving affection coldly. And now this one is going to be like a tough one. This is where you really need to understand your partner's love language and they need to understand yours. Because if, if physical touch is like at the bottom of your list. If physical touch is like at the bottom of your list and something that you can really go without, then sometimes when that person needs that physical touch and they're trying to get that from you, it can feel like, you know, back up, you know, and not in a mean way, but in a physical touch is not your love language kind of way. And so this one, I feel like is like definitely hard to, I feel like compromise on if you're someone who um, doesn't feel that way. So it, it, it's best to try to not make your person feel weird, I guess, about being a touchy feely person. And if you're not so much about a, you know, if you're not so much a touchy feely person, just try to compromise. Let me say that compromise and understand that your person is a touchy feely person. And if you neglect their their need for contact, if you neglect that, then they're going to feel that. That's what it's saying. To avoid... To avoid long stints without intimacy. Because if you do, that person is going to feel unloved. Simple as that. Okay, now to the third one, all right? Receiving gifts, okay? Receiving gifts. And a lot of child, they be down a girl's throats when a girl want a bag, want some shoes, want some clothes, want a little vacation. You feel me? They be down a girl's throats. It is a love language, okay? Buying someone gifts is a love language. You can't call her a gold digger if that's her love language. Is she a gold digger or is receiving gifts just her top love language? Ask yourself that before you want to call a girl a gold digger or you want to say she just after this and after that. Maybe that's how she understands and receives love. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? And so we're going to get into that one, right? Thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority and speak purposefully. Now, this is different for me. Thoughtfulness. So thoughtfulness, I understand that as far as receiving gifts, but as far as like speak purposefully, I thought that would go more so in words of affirmation, but it's here in receiving gifts. Um, make your spouse a priority, you would think that's like quality time, but it's in the receiving gift. And so I think what they mean by make your spouse a priority is if you're going to end thoughtfulness, they kind of go hand in hand. If you're out at the mall and you see something that you know this person would like, you get it for them. If you are, you know, getting something for yourself, you make sure to get them something. Or even if you don't get something for yourself, but you know you pass by their favorite place where they get this certain thing from, you get it for them. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. And speak purposefully. Um, I'm not really sure how you could do that in in terms of receiving gifts, but maybe when you give the gift, have some sort of note that is a thoughtful note, a romantic note, a note about how how much you appreciate them and how much you love them to go along with the gift. So don't just give the flowers. Put a card in the flowers, a handwritten card from you in the flowers that says something other than just here go your flower you know what i mean say okay. actions to take give thoughtful gifts and gestures small things matter in a big way express gratitude when receiving a gift right so that's another way that you as the person whose love language is receiving gifts can make your partner like more enticed to um Give you gifts, it's like you act really excited when you get them. Like you really show them that you really, really appreciate them understanding your love language so that'll encourage them to do it more. And small things matter in a big way. Like I said, you you going by Subway, you know she like white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Take Bring some home. You feel me? If you're going to the mall and you know she like bath and body Works candles, grab a couple of them. Just, just. Small, thoughtful things. Those candles are like $10. You know what I'm saying? Macadamia nut cookies, what? $3. It's small things. Grab some flowers on, on the way home. The little things over time. So it doesn't even have to be like Birkin bags and Louis Gucci Prada and all that other shit. It ain't gotta be all that. It really don't have to be all that. For some, let me clarify, for some, I guess they do gotta be all that. That's if You gotta ask your person. But I feel like the, the, the general person is just happy that you thought about them To get them something. And that is me. That is the easy. That's one of my top love language. When I tell you, I'd be excited about the smallest shit. Honey, you could get, you could bring me my my favorite bag of fucking chips. And I'm just like, oh my God, yay. Like, I'd be so excited about shit that you think people wouldn't be excited. about. And that's just how I am. I don't know. It it means something to me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just how I am. So things to avoid. When your person's love language is receiving gifts. Forgetting special occasions, okay? Do not forget special occasions. Unenthusiastic gift receiving. So you as the receiver can't be like nonchalant about it. Now I do have an objection for that because if it is something that you don't want, I do believe you should not like be fake. You should appreciate it, sure, but I don't personally feel like you should fake act like you really like it when you don't. That's just me personally. I'm not saying be like, "Oh, this sucks, it's trash. Why would you get some shit like this?" No, but be like, you know, oh, thank you, and, and then maybe say, you know, next time could you do 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 or da da da, da 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 da? You know what I mean? But um, definitely act like you appreciate the thought of them getting the gift for you that's all that matters. Act like you like it. And for for the person that that is your uh, person's love language, do not forget birthdays. Do not forget Christmas. Do not forget Valentine's Day. Do not forget Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever the day. Make sure you stay up on the times with what the day is. Okay. Simple as that. Okay. We on number four. Quality time. Okay. Uninterrupted and focused conversations one on one time is critical and this i believe um is definitely big for me because communication is like um what do they call that when you look at your natal chart it it shows you like what your venus is and that's like your love house and then what your communication is or whatever the sign that rules that shows you how you deal with those things so my um I guess my one of my areas of love is ruled by cancer. And basically, I need communication to feel romantically involved with someone. I need deep, intellectual, long one on one talks with me and that person to like really, really start to like them. And sometimes, if you just pay attention to your natal chart, it ties into your love languages as well, because some people. You might not need all that. You don't, you don't really want all that. You would rather spend just time hanging out together or maybe getting gifts from that person and now you like them more. But with the quality time, you need that one-on-one time with the person, the date, the walks to the park, the going out with uh, to bars, the finding new places to go to. You really, really need that to feel like you are loved by that person. So the actions that your partner can take when quality time is your love language can be creating special moments together take walks do small things with your spouse weekend getaways are huge yes this this right here is the one okay all of those things like i just said walks hanging out going to bars making little moments together going to events together making memories together it doesn't have to be like super big things but even small road trips are really good for people whose love language is quality time. They just down to sit in the car and ride with you. They just want to go. They want wherever we're going, we're going together. It's quality time. It's one-on-one uninterrupted time together. And uninterrupted is the key, okay? Put the phones down, put the phones away. Really make it feel like you are engaged with that person because without that, they can sense that you're not engaged. Like Sure, you're there, you're present, But if it doesn't feel like you're present, it's not really going to make a difference, right? So things to avoid when your partner's love language is quality time, okay? You need to avoid distractions when spending time together. What did I just talk about? Put the phones away. Because it's not really quality time. You can be here all day. But it doesn't really matter if your your head is in your phone or you're picking up your phone every two seconds or when the person is talking to you, you're not, you're half listening because you're engaged to something else. People can sense that. People can tell. They can feel that you're not all the way engaged. So yes, we're sitting here together, but I might as well be in this room alone. You know what I mean? And it's nothing worse than being in a room with somebody and feeling like you're in the room by yourself. Really nothing worse than that. Long stints without one-on-one time. So if you're someone who works a lot, someone who's always on the go and your person's love language is quality time, child, that person doesn't feel love. You might love them. You might send them money and send them flowers and send them little texts to remind them. But without your presence there in front of them, they don't feel it. They don't feel it. They don't identify with it. They don't recognize it. And they just simply they don't feel it. You have to make them feel it by that one-on-one uninterrupted time with that person. It's the only way. It's the only way. All right. And the last love language that we're going to go over is acts of service. Okay. Use action phrases like I will help. They want to know you're with them, partnered with them. And so that kind of goes into, um, Words of affirmation as well, like needing to reassure that person. So if someone is going through something, they need to know that you are with them, that you will help them, that they're not by their self in something, that if they need their tires changed, you finna go get their tires changed. If they need some help with the, the fridge or something is not working, you're going to get on it and you're going to help. It really makes that person feel loved. So the actions that you can take would be to do chores together make them breakfast in bed, go out of your way to help alleviate their daily workload. So, for someone who works a lot, you could do things like pack their lunch in the morning, you could um iron their clothes and set their clothes out before they have to go to work. You could um have their pajamas and things ready for when they come home from work so they can just like get in the shower and um just go ahead and relax and sit down like you just need to like help take a step away from their busy Situation. Things like that could really help with that person. Things to avoid when your partner's love language is acts of service is making the request of others higher priority. So when you put somebody else's needs in front of that person's needs, it makes them feel unloved, it makes them feel unimportant, and it makes them feel like you don't care. Lacking follow through on, on tasks, big and small. And so definitely with the acts of service, this person is definitely going to be looking for you to keep your word. If you said you're going to help them, they're going to be looking for the help. You said you're going to be there. They're going to be like, where are you at? You feel me? You cannot give this person unfulfilled promises because you doing something is what makes them feel loved. So when you don't come through, you didn't do, (laughs) you didn't do the something. So then they don't feel loved. You know what I mean? It is it, just simple as that. And I think if people take the time to understand their partner's love languages early on in the relationship, it will alleviate a lot of the BS, okay? Because you're going to feel unappreciated because you keep on buying this girl flowers and she like, I don't, this is not working for me. I This is not enough. You feel me? You keep hanging out and, and spending quality time with this nigga. And he like, bro, this is just not. It's just not working because you're not speaking their love language. You're speaking French. They're speaking Spanish. They don't understand what you're saying. You could say you could write the the sweetest love poem to that person, but they're not going to get it because it's in the wrong language. So in, in essence, it's like you didn't say anything. That's how it really goes. So if we don't take the time to learn each other's love languages and figure out how we can speak our partner's love language then you're going to run into issues and a disconnect of communication and both people feeling unloved and unappreciated. And I feel like that's a lot of people's issues in relationships. Just because you think spending quality time or buying someone an extravagant gift is a way to show them you love them doesn't mean they understand that as you love them. They might've just needed you to send a text and say, I love you. That might have been all they needed. And here you are with fucking 10, 10 bouquets of roses. This bitch is just like, what is that? I didn't need all that. That And then now you feel unappreciated. You know, what I'm? it's like a cycle. It's like a cycle. So if we don't cut to the chase and get down to the love languages first, then you have like all type of miscommunication all throughout the relationship. So I hope I helped <laughs> you understand a little bit more about love languages and see where you could, I would say, do a better job at speaking your person's love languages or investigating the importance of their love languages. So what I would challenge you and your partner to do would be to make a list one through five. And you list your importance of what's your number one, what would be your number two, number three, number four, number five. Basically what rank those love languages are for you so that person knows the importance of what. I believe it is important to know what is at the top And specifically, what is number five? So, you know, when your mind is thinking of something that you need to do to show this person that you love them, you don't really do the last one. That's not the one you go to. You're going to go top three. (laughs) Go top three to be safe, to make sure that they really understand the message. Because once you get past that to the bottom, then it doesn't really matter to them. It's on the list because you had to fill in number five, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that actually matters to them at all. If you are watching this on YouTube live right now, I have this um, link that I put in the chat. If anybody wants to, I posted it again, child. If anybody wants to call in, so I'm going to give a little second, play a little ad or whatever, and see if anybody wants to give their opinion. Hi guys, I'm Jade Dior, intuitive reader and spiritual advisor. If you are someone who has been looking for more clarity or guidance on some of the issues that you have been experiencing in your life, then you can head to my website, BougieVoodoo.com, where you can check out my reviews or you can go ahead and book a session now. Also, on the next show, if you would like me to read one of your crazy relationship stories or answer an advice question about any advice that you may need, whatever, you can do it anonymously. You can go to BougieVoodoo.com slash ask Jade, and I will read your story live on the show, or I will answer your question live on the show, whatever you choose. Okay. And you can also go to bougievoodoo.com, is where you can book a private personal reading with me, intuitive readings, love readings, general readings, chakra balancing readings, all types of readings. You can also find my reviews on bougievoodoo.com as well. I will see you guys in the next one. Okay. Bye.